I, however, had a burst of beauty, excitement, talent, creativity, just all the good things in life happen on Mandela Day. And I was very, very blessed to be a part of it all. I must tell you, I, I feel very honored to have been a part of everything that happened that day. I know for all of you listening on to Ocean's Vibe, um, and want to see what's going on in studio, you can jump onto Instagram. I am live streaming on Instagram. A lot of people have been saying, Susanna, why aren't you live streaming on Facebook? Guys, I will. I'll add that to my list of technologies that I'm going to reach you through. I will attempt it next week. Let's say that next week will be my day of attempting that. But today, we are live streaming through Instagram, and we are on Two Oceans Vibe Radio in studio today, I ended off my Mandela Day by going to the most amazing exhibition. It was just so warm, so beautiful, so filled with talent. And so I invited my lovely friend, Charmaine Taylor, into studio, who has been here before, as you guys know, um, with her two young artists that she launched that evening, Temba and Nadia. So welcome to Two Oceans Vibe. How are you all doing today? You all very well. Yeah. Good, good, good. Us. It's a pleasure. So I, I've got three people behind two mics here in the studio <laughs> today. Um, I think the first question, guys, is going to be um, wh what, and maybe Charmaine, this is a question for you. What gave you the idea, first of all, to launch two new artists on Mandela Day? And um, how did this all come about? Hi, guys. I see you Hi. there. Hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, uh, I actually give all the credit to Nadia. She, um, we've been kind of, we've been friends for about what about a year now, and we parted yeah. longer. We've been, you know, just socially friends, and we were like, well, what, you know, we've been talking about the Nas Mandela prison fencing, and she's an artist, and we thought, well, why don't we do something on Mandela Day, and incorporating uh, the fence aspects into her artwork, and then also Nadia said, well, why don't we bring somebody else on board, and then Nadia brought on Temba. Ah, so Temba, you are here because of young yes. Nadia. Yes, yes. Well, well welcome. I'm so happy that I met him. He's amazing. He's like blown my mind. He Completely. really is amazing, guys. I will Animal. post some. I will post some photographs of Temba's work um, later on. Um, his work is phenomenal. I don't know who touched what, but something is making a noise. That's not my side. Okay, I'll come and move things on your guys' side. Um, Temba, you. I don't know who's the, no, you guys are, you, the youngest, you the youngest, I don't know. But you two <laughs> young artists, and, um, and because this was, for both of you, your launch, right? This yes. was the first time that you've been a, a, had an exhibition, mm -hmm. correct? So maybe let's start with you, Temba. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into art. Uh, okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Temba Mkangeli. Uh, I'm from Eastern Cape, from Tata. Um... I was born here in Cape Town, but I moved back to Mtata, and then 2007, then I, I came back again in Cape Town. Uh, I started at, at an earlier age, like seven years, yeah, and then I, I keep on practicing the whole of my life. Uh, but after completing metric in 2013, then that's where I changed my direction more into art, because at school I did medicine physics. Uh, so I self I self taught myself everything. So you yeah. self taught yourself. Y yes, yes. And and Temba, I have to ask you because um, one of the things that 
just blew me away. Now, I, I did art. I did three art subjects at wow. school. I was oh. very, I was very fortunate to be able to. I did seven subjects Amazing. for my trick. Oh. <laughs> but um, I know what it is like to work with ink, you yes. know. And 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 the thing that just blew me away. Your art is all phenomenal. Thanks so much. But the courage, first of all, really. And then the skill that it takes to draw the way that you do with a pen, with Bold a ballpoint yes. pen, is astounding. Is that what you started with? Where did you start doing that? Uh, I started drawing with pen at school. I didn't have uh, so much material like pencils, charcoals, all kind of stuff. So I was, I was only having a pen. So that's why it, the chain of drawing with pen started. Yeah, so but I've been practicing the whole of my life, as I said, yeah. But isn't that amazing? Because I feel like the fact, and I always look for gifts, you know, <laughs> often yeah. gifts come from a lack, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And if you had had other equipment, you might never have practiced that much yeah. and put That's so true. much into yeah. becoming that brilliant with a ballpoint pen. Yes, have yeah. you thought about that before? Yeah, I don't know that before because I used like different now i use different materials like painting charcoals yes. uh soft pastel so yeah uh, i also it's quite a while practicing with using those materials but i found more interesting working with paint was with I your have pen. so much uh experience with it mm. so yeah amazing and do you have other artists in your family like it is your mom or your gran or um your dad or anybody else in your family do they have that artistic flair that you do yeah my elder brother has that artistic skill but he he left it just like ah. that yeah now it's no longer drawing anymore yeah he's busy doing but, other uh, yeah, things yeah. was he an influence in your life not that much, but we used to compete at school. <laughs> we were in the same class, though he's, he's, he's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Amazing. Yeah. Your, your, work, your work, like, honestly, it just, I'm gobsmacked. It's so, so beautiful. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, really. Um, Nadia, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, um, my mom is an artist and my dad was a business owner and... Most of my life, much to my mom's dismay, I left art in high school <laughs> and followed the business route. Um, so I actually run a company full time and realized that art is still a big part of my life and I can't do what I do effectively without allowing the creative side to grow as well. Um, and I'm starting to realize that the creativity influences all aspects of your life. Um, so I finally picked up the paintbrush again and started to put my thoughts onto, onto canvas and this exhibition kind of started around a lot of things that are quite important for me and having grown up in South Africa and having traveled yeah. a lot in Southern Africa is I have a strong passion for what I call the colors of Africa um, mm. and it's not always the reds and the, the earthy tones but it's also all the blues and the golds and the, the beautiful fragments of our country and it mm -hmm. has a complicated past mm -hmm. and how the exhibition actually kind of started was there was one painting I did and I'm quite enough to look at my own quote because I wrote it down somewhere <laughs> <laughs> but um, essentially it started with black and white you know looking at the racial dis um, separation and the fence mm -hmm. that was in between and the picture is got sort of black and white blocks I'm trying to describe it for radio <laughs> 
and in the middle is a sort of a shape of Africa in with red in the background and gold on top and how that kind of started into the name of the exhibition was it was the black and the white um, the colors of our rainbow you know all our people in the country and the fence in between that separated that which obviously the prison fence symbolizes yes. and then the red is the earth the blood that was spilled and the gold mm. is the hope that's rising and so that's kind of where the name of um, Hope Rising came about for the exhibition. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's just a little bit on, I think, where it began. Mm. Um, Charmaine and I decided it was a great idea to celebrate um, Mandela's birthday and showcase what, what our country has to offer. Mm. Well, I mean, I just think that the symbology of what you have just presented, mm. you know, in that painting is so apt and so beautiful and so necessary as well because I still feel that there is a division that still mm. needs to break mm. down further. Yeah, speaking, yeah. You know, there is no longer a fence, a physical fence, mm. but there are def definite fences still up. I mean, one of Mandela's, one of my favorite quotes by Mandela is that um, I knew that if I didn't leave my hatred behind, you know, yeah. I would be in prison for the rest of my life. Yeah. And mm. sadly, I feel like there's a lot of people in this country that still are in prison, mm. you yeah. know, and have not left hatred and anger and, mm. and mm. behind, which I, and that it's one of the reasons why I commend artists because artists always show the way. Yeah. I believe that artists are the ones who kind of go, guys, we need to look at this in a different way, look at this perspective, and it's, and it's done like your, your painting, you know, what we've just discussed, how you presented it, you know, there's all these thoughts that go into it, and when somebody sees it, they might not understand that on a conscious level, mm. yeah. but on a subconscious level, there's all of these wonderful little undertones that are being fed to people, yeah. and this is why I celebrate art so much, this is why I love art so much, because I do believe it enriches lives. You know, when I was 18, I used to, well, 17, I used to drive to school with a guy who was, um, he, he owned a big factory, he was a big, like, businessman as well, and we used to have these fights all the way to school. <laughs> He was my dad's friend, and we would fight about why I said art was important. Wow. What you guys are doing mm. is the reason why I think art is important. Oh, so, yeah, yeah I <laughs> really commend you on that. Um, Charmaine, I see that you and Nadia actually um, collaborated a little bit because yes. some of your art is actually in Nadia's art. Yes. Um, how did that come to be? So, yeah, again, we were, we've been, you know, chatting about creative and about business stuff so Nadia's actually encouraged me in my business side of my business too setting up structures and everything and she's just been looking at my my jewelry and she's actually purchased quite a lot quite a lot, <laughs> of, my, quite a lot of my jewelry and the things that she loved was the names and the mm. one of them is the strength necklace which is the square which was actually the showcase piece which was called her legacy her legacy and it definitely see, stood out yes and we can send you some photos on the africa on my wall i've also got this beautiful studio in cape town that i'm really wanting to grow oh, into gorgeous. you know inviting um fellow artists into and then yeah nadia also incorporated some of the um, fragments of the fence like the dust which again plays into the African dust and yeah so we collaborated on that mm. I just wanted to use artists to use the fence more into expressing themselves so yeah it 
I mean, I haven't been. You've invited me so many times to your studio, and I'm so sorry. Like, I feel so <laughs> you terrible. Made it to the best one. Don't I, worry. <laughs> <laughs> that I haven't gotten there before. Um, but I'm so glad that I finally did. It yes. was absolutely, absolutely it's beautiful. Be the first of many. So yes, hundred percent, definitely, definitely. For for the listeners that haven't really um, heard about legacy, the Legacy mm. Collection before, I'd love you to just tell them a little bit about that. Yes. Um, well, I always say the story starts in 2009 um, where a friend of mine, Chris Swift, went to Robin Island and he saw them renovating the island. And Chris and myself are fellow environmental artists, so we like to have found objects that we actually collect and create art out of. So with that in mind, uh, Chris actually uh, saw the fence being stripped away and replaced with new. And there's small miracles in this journey because as South Africans, I mean, how many times have we been to Robin Island? Some, some people have never been, some people have only been once or twice. So the, the pure chance that Chris saw that this piece of UNESCO World Heritage Site was being um, replaced with new, and mm. he saw the, again as an artist, saw the, uh, the opportunity and he seized it. And he was very yeah. brave in collecting this, I call it sometimes shrapnel, of fence. And I, I mean, uh, Nadia can tell you how many times we've actually been pricked in and hurt by this very, very still got, still got <laughs> scars and you know. Um, so Chris rescued it and I was friends with him at the time and I always heard him talking about this fence uh, that he's rescued and I thought he was, you know, using it and he was. But I decided to, in 2013, come on board and do framed art and um, then I thought about you know, it's great to be on a frame and to talk about it at a dinner table, but what about taking it off the frame and wearing the art? Mm. So that's when I started doing the jewelry in 2013. And it's been a journey since I've gone around the world and it's been it's really been a gift and I'm just yeah, I'm so happy and blessed to just share the story with everybody. It's so wonderful. You know, I I, I must guiltily um, admit that I have not been to Robin Island. I'm an empath. So I feel it's a very sad everything, place. yeah. And just the thought, literally, just the thought makes mm. my nose start going. You know, like when you're about to cry. Mm. Um, so I have not actually physically been there. I've read well, about it. <laughs> Yo, it's a place it's of good. sadness, but it's also a place of victory. It's a place yeah. of you know being being broken down into mm. into such. You know, they say a phoenix rises from the ashes. And yes. It's, it's, it is that time when you're broken down and you, you know, it's, it's, a, t it's a place of, um, yeah, human, human victory. And it is very sad. Yeah. It used to be a leper colony first, so it was very much a place of outcasts. Yeah. But the victory and the stories that come from that is yeah. so amazing. I think, I think the reason why it probably um, affects me also so much is because I have been in the depth of the darkest places. Wow. And then had to find my you know it was interesting because I remember being in that very dark place that I was and um, speaking to a friend of mine who's a healer and saying I just can't see the light mm. you know like when you you I just could not find mm. the light no matter what I did yeah. and he looked at me and he said but Susanna you are the light wow. yeah. and um, and I remember that being such a shifting point for me We've been talking a lot about um, depression over the last two months because a lot of people are going through a lot of depression. And, um, and I really, I, 
I take my hat off to everybody who's being honest about it mm. and stepping up into it. But it is often in these darkest places that we find our soul light, mm. our inner deepest light. Yeah. And, I, and I believe that Madiba did that because mm. he, he did rise like a phoenix from the ashes, yeah. you know, which was absolutely profound. Mm. I want to keep you guys for a little bit. I need to play some music in one minute. Um, I'm watching my countdown <laughs> here. Um, but did, did it go well? How did the exhibition go? Like, let's just for 30 <laughs> seconds chat about how, how was it for you? Like, it, it was your first exhibition. Like, did you go, oh, my gosh, I, this is amazing. Tembo, like, were you overwhelmed? <laughs> uh, it, it was not my first, but the exhibition was extremely more amazing than the exhibition I did before. So ah, I so did, I got it wrong. I thought it was your first uh, exhibition. No, it, no, it was not my first. So Same for me. <laughs> I, did, I didn't expect that much, but I I expect a lot of people to come. But that night was amazing. absolutely amazing. He yeah. sold all his paintings <laughs> besides three. Let's just wow. Nadia, Nadia did very well too. We all did very well. Amazing guys! Congratulations! I am going to keep you in studio. Freaking. Um, in studio, I have three very wonderful people that also make me proud to be a South African. Um, I have Temba, I have Nadia, and I have Charmaine. They have just done an exceptional exhibition, which is on at the moment. It's on for a month. Um, actually, Charmaine, tell us a little bit about where exactly it is, where people can find it, because I'd love people to go down and check it out. Yes, absolutely. I have a studio, it's going to be named the Legacy Gallery, and it is in Gardens, Cape Town, it's 35 Wesley Street, and the landmark is Wembley Square and uh, the, Virgin, the Virgin Active Gym, and it's a beautiful 220 square meter massive space, and it's, yeah, you'll come and view Timber's amazing drawings and Nadia's beautiful landscapes and some, also some beautiful portraits that she's done. And then also some of my jewelry made from the artwork. And the most incredible thing that we installed <laughs> is Nelson Mandela's prison cell, which was cut is cut to size mm. uh, out of the prison fencing that once held him captive. So it's quite a, a place of remembrance and just to really stand in there and think that he stayed there for 18 years in a small um, space in this small space for for those of you listening in fact you can jump onto my instagram and where i say coming up on two oceans vibe in my story mm. um i will post a picture of it as well in my feed but if you if you jump on there you will see us four standing mm. in the cell mm. and it doesn't actually give you a good um understanding of the size of the cell nelson mandela could not lie down with his legs straight mm. in the cell. That for me gives you a lot more context mm. as to the actual size of the cell. So although he could probably stand up straight yes. in the cell, um, he could not lie down with his mm. legs straight. And that, I mean, if any of you have ever slept on a couch, which I'm sure you all have, um, it's very uncomfortable to not be able to straighten mm. your legs when you mm. sleep so uh, that really struck me when you yeah. told me that 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 yeah. really really struck me um where can they if people want to which i'm sure they are going to want to purchase some of your beautiful art can they contact you directly should they jump onto a website maybe give some of those details yes uh, you can go on to uh, legacy collection legacy collection which on instagram is at legacy collection and then uh, on facebook also legacy collection sa 
You can have a look and I'll put all of the artist details on my platforms and you can contact the artists through there as well. Thank you. Amazing. Okay, so that's perfect. And guys, I'll put a photograph of all of us um, on my Instagram right. as well so that you guys can see that and I'll tag everyone so that you can follow their tags as well. And um, obviously... You guys know me. I like to give things away because um, I like to share happiness. And so I, one of the things that I spotted at the um, exhibition was a Mandela earring. Yes, you heard me right, people. It was Mandela's profile um, made beautifully out of one of your artists yes. as an earring. Tell us a little bit about that. So I've actually been developing this uh, for a while. I'm starting to use a silver wire to actually create shapes. And I've had this earring, which is an Africa earring, and it's called Africa Victorious. And I've always wanted, sorry, now Africa earrings. And I've always wanted to create um, characters out of, um, out of wire. So I have this incredible artist called Melvin who's been working with me since the beginnings for about three and a half years, almost four years. And we have created a Mandela face made out of silver wire. And it's actually quite interesting because it's half of his face on the one side and half on the other. So you kind of have to figure it out what it is, but some people can look at it straight away and say, that's Madiba. And other people yes. are like, what is that? And it's like, oh, wow. And if you put your face and you, and you hand, you know, put it out straight, you can see. It's that it's him. I, I saw it. <laughs> I spotted it straight away. I was yeah. like, Mandela's face. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so sweet. And and Melvin was so lovely. Yes, he was such a lovely, no, humble, warm, beautiful yeah. soul. So you've been working with him for a while, and he do, does he just do he does the, the he does the wire he does the wire art, and he also seals the fence. He does all of that, and he, I mean, he's so handy. Ask everybody. He yeah. does everything picks up things, um, he's a hack and fix a light, he's, he's my, right. my go-to, your go-to go man. Your go-to <laughs> man. Um, Nadia, before you go away, I have to just tell the listeners, it was quite funny, I met your godfather at the exhibition, <laughs> and, um, and a lot of people were saying, but we didn't even know that she was doing art again, you know? <laughs> so uh, how was that received by your family and friends? Um, so my family obviously knows that I've always been been into art and I've always been, you know, drawing on something somewhere. I'm not, <laughs> not the best at, I suppose, listening directly. I always have to kind of do something at the same time. Um, it, was, it was amazing just to have everyone there and have the positive feedback because mm. as, a, as a business owner and an artist, it's, it's, quite a, it's quite daunting putting your soul onto a canvas and inviting all your all your nearest and dearest and you know business contacts and everyone and putting your soul out there and say please look at it and judge it and tell me what you think because yes. that's indirectly what you do when you do an exhibition yeah um, and I think Timbo I can see is agreeing as well <laughs> <laughs> and it was just amazing to have everyone's positive feedback mm. and we sold a lot which was really it was, yeah, it was an amazing so experience, and we're just really happy about that. I think I think that that is um, something that people don't understand. That that is what an it's artist brave. does. They are so brave, guys. Being an artist means literally taking mm. your soul, yeah. <laughs> your soul, all your emotions mm -hmm. and thoughts and feelings, and going, "Here, world, 
judge me you know and um and i've had so many discussions about this because it's being in the public eye in that way and i mean i do it as well in a different Mm. way you are open to judgment and my best friend was saying but when you post something like that like surely you understand that it's going to upset some people and some people are going to take it in the wrong way and and i'm like yes I do, but I can't keep hiding. Mm -hmm. I have to still speak my truth. And the people who are meant to hear it, that are going to resonate with it, that's great. And the rest of the people, sorry, you know, but it it takes a lot of bravery on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I really take my hat off to all three of you. Thank you so much for coming into Two Oceans Vibe. I wish you all the best in the world. Thank you Um, you for having us. Absolute pleasure. One final, is there one final thought that you want to leave our listeners with? Well, I think the reason why we did this was for Mandela Day. And what Mandela Day is actually all about is doing 67 minutes for somebody else. And to me, what it means to me is doing something for somebody else that can never, ever, ever repay you. So that is about what we're doing and also um, trying to give back to local and just keeping his legacy alive. He's a great man. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. And for all of you listeners out there, I'm going to play a little more Johnny Clegg because, I mean, we should be playing Johnny Clegg today. I feel like he needs to think. I don't know how to do this. Uh, insert no okay we're going to speak for another four minutes because for some reason the bed music is playing and it's not letting me insert anything else um well actually since we are talking about mandela day i needed to speak about this at some point in the program so you guys are just going to sit here with me while um while i talk about this um as most of you know i have a community center in gogoleto that i support and i love um due to certain circumstances they do not own the property and we haven't been able to and i am in the process of um buying it for them so that um we can build on it because at the moment investors will not invest in building on the property because it is not owned by them Mm. so that is understandable but you've got to understand this center has not had any upkeep in years and years and years in fact since it was built um 20 something years ago and it is becoming derelict and in the storms i mean cape town Mm. weather is extreme and um especially in winter and three weeks ago we had an awful storm um which caused a whole lot of damage on three of the roofs um and we've got a feeding scheme that feeds about 150 to 300 people a day, people that are destitute. We've got a crash in there. We've got a support group for kids in the community that are um, experiencing abuse. Um, we've got um, a support group for people who are battling with um, any disease, specifically AIDS, but um, any disease. Um, there's a lot of good things. We've got after-school programs for kids, arts programs to keep them off the streets. Um, so there's a lot of good that the community center does. With three roofs broken, you can imagine my heart was like in a complete panic because the floods just came in, rotted all the carpet. It's just, it's been a nightmare. My amazing friend, David Kabuka, stepped in and gave a hefty donation. And then there were a lot of other smaller donations that came in. Every cent counts, guys. So please don't think that I'm not mentioning you because yours don't count. I appreciate every single cent that came 
um, towards the community center. So they've managed to fix one roof, but it's been raining, so they hadn't managed to fix the other two. They are going to fix the other two. And next Saturday, we are going to go, a bunch of us are going to go and do a cleanup at the community center. We need to clean up all the rubbish that is blown in from the storms because the property is a mess at the moment. And then also the rubble and everything else from the building. Um, and then we're going to paint um, a, a garden all the way around the outside of the community center wow. to just brighten it up mm. and make it beautiful for the community. And obviously community members will be there as well. But I would love you guys to get involved. Yes, it won't be um, in July anymore, which is Mandela month. It's going to be the 3rd of August. That's next Saturday, the 3rd of August from 10.30 till about 3.30 in the afternoon. But it's a way of giving back. I think mm. it's going to be a day of real love. You know, it's love yeah. in action, which is so important. So I need artists to help <laughs> the people who are not brilliant at painting. But I also just need hands, mm. you know, hands and hearts that are willing to get stuck in, get involved and make a difference in this community. Mums, Mabatu, um, we all call her mums because she is the mother of the community there, um, is getting old. And so I need to buy this community center and sort it out. But in the meantime, we just need to give them a little bit of hope, a little bit of support and a little bit of faith that things are turning around and that they are going to get better. So I have created a Facebook group. Um, yes, I'm going mm -hmm. to be pointing at all of yes. you across yes. from me and to everybody that is listening on um, to Oceans Vibe as well and on Instagram. Yes, I see you guys. Sorry, I'm not waving as much as I normally do, but my hands are busy. I'm Portuguese. I speak with my hands. Um, but all the information is there. Please join me next Saturday and um, bring your love. It will be very, very mm. deeply appreciated.